Welcome to Team List Tuesday, round two, where we have a big clash against the Penrith Panthers up there at the foot of the mountains. We seem to play them all the time, the Panthers. I think I'm sick of the look of them, but teams have been dropped. We've got a couple of injuries, and we'll, we'll get right into it, boys. But guess what? We're all back. The three of us are back in the studio. It's been a little while, but um, hey, it's good to be back. The trio's back. Yeah, it's good to see you back, chaps, too. A little getaway over there in Thailand. How was it? Mate, I enjoyed it, mate. Yeah? Yeah, loved it. That's plenty right. of uh, plenty of bob ape over there and whatnot uh -huh. and beers and yeah it was all good mate. Yeah, good, food, nice. hey, good food over there. Yeah, fantastic. I've had a couple of fantastic Penang curries and green curries. You'd, you'd love it, mate. Real healthy stuff. But um, look, Blue Bet Stadium Thursday night. We've got the short turnaround, the five day turnaround. They've got the six. They got that extra day. And what sort of gives me the shits a little bit is they seem to get the same referee every time. Yeah. How do they get this Atkins every time? Yeah, well, it's probably been the last couple of times that we've played him. Uh, and There was some controversy a couple of seasons ago about Atkins and his performances with the Penrith Panthers up there at the foot of the mountains, mm. and we seem to jag him once again. But, look, we'll overcome that this weekend mm. or this Thursday night, and uh, we'll get the two points without a doubt. He's a life member of Panthers, I think. He you? is. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, good to see you back, boys. I've been here the whole time. You've alternated between the two and the three of us are back. And we're ready to rock and roll. We've, cat we've had a big win. We touched up the Sharkies, which re mm. we really enjoyed. Me and Brownie went to training today. We'll have a talk about that in a minute. But, but look, before we get to teams, Brownie wasn't here to, to do the rack up. Uh, the, sorry, the recap the other night that me and Mavo did. Um, how'd you see it from your perspective, Brownie? I thought it was an outstanding performance uh, for a round one game. I thought their energy was so high. Um, you know, we had to play with basically 14 men for about mm. 60 minutes of the game. Taffy didn't come on till probably eight minutes to go, uh, and we lost Junior in the first tackle, and then Jai not long after that. So basically played, uh, you know, with very minimal mid uh, middles, only one replacement yeah. in the middle. I thought they'd done an outstanding job, Shaq, uh, Tom, um, well, Shaq and Davey are very inexperienced. I know there's an article written by Josh Camp from the Bar, outstanding article I wrote to him about that. Love the recap. If you haven't read that recap, jump on Bunny's TV and um, have a read of that article. There's a couple of other good articles on there as well mm. um, about, uh, who was it, someone from the 50s there. But, yeah, no. Les when you really Yeah, Les Chikakawi, one of the greats. Um, yep. When you really weigh it up, it was, um, it was an outstanding performance mentally because mm. how many times have you seen teams dominate a first half um, team scores right on the bell against mm. the run of play kind of thing. Um, we went in at 12 all and we, we had the wobbly boot on it looked like but came out, steadied the ship, had all the adversity going on around them but mm. they were good enough to, to stay, stick to the game plan and win the, win the contest. Yeah, 100% chaps and their effort on efforts were just outstanding and, mm. and Lockie Elias proved that uh, in the first couple of minutes when he came mm. across and saved that try in the left-hand corner. Um, but, you know, considering we only had one trial, which was the Charity Shield, basically with our top, you know, our top side in, and they only played the first 40, 50 minutes of that game, mm. and the 50 minutes of that game was outstanding. And we said um, on the preview of that game, if we can go take that form into round one, we're going to come out winners, and that's exactly what we did. Exactly right. So we were there today, Brownie, and we shot some sideline footage that we put up on Bunny's TV, and then we did the player interviews, Campbell, Lockie, and Cookie. And the way we did it is we did the main presser, but I was mic'd up, so you can hear my questions on 
our version of the footage, but all the other journos you couldn't hear. So that just gives us a little bit more of a personal touch when we do the interviews, but it was quite good. It was all the media were there, Danica, Reedy, Nico, Nicolucci, all Channel 9, Channel 10, but we had our Bunnies TV microphone right there front and centre. Is it going to make the news, this microphone? Well, I hope so, but... Uh, <laughs> no, that doesn't. They cut it off all the time. They, they zoom right in, but we zoomed out enough to see... They might put the Channel 9 logo over the top of it. Yeah. You never so, know. So a couple of points to mention. We may as well go through this before we look at the team. So they did a solid opposed session, Brownie. Uh, we saw who was swapping in and who was swapping out. Now, the first grade starting 13 wore red shirts, we believe... And um, so then we saw some of the green shirts swapping in. So it gave us an idea about who's starting, who's coming in. And so there was no Latrell Mitchell. Bit of intensity in that session, Brownie? It was, yeah. It was a full contact. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, they play, obviously, the captain's run tomorrow and they play on Thursday night. I'd say they this would have been probably their first training session. Oh, yeah, it was. Apart from recovery after the Sharks game. So yeah. he, he, JD would have given them a couple of days off and come back, uh, you know, full steam ahead today. And it was you know, quite intense. Welcome to Split God, who is chatting, live chatting there. Thank you for everyone who supports the show. Now, Trell didn't train, but he did some kicking, so that leads you to believe that his leg's going to be okay. Mm. That's a good sign. It's also his 50th game if he does take the field this weekend. Oh, 50th game for the Mighty Rabbitohs, so it's a bit of a milestone um, club-wise. Um, but yes. Taffy was looking pretty sharp. Taffy had the red shirt on, filling in at fullback, as if he was going to start, but obviously that was just for this day of training. So I suspect Blakey Boy will go back to 14 and Trell Mitt's been named to start, so there you go. That's uh, it's not breaking news. We can just we can confirm that he's been named at the number one. Yeah, it's an unchanged back line. I'll give you a little hint there, but we'll just uh, move on just, to this just list. Just on they probably just give him a little bit of spell, take him out of that contact session today, mm. uh, give him that extra day. I'm sure if you'll be down the captain's run tomorrow, you'll see him uh, running at number one. Well, Davey didn't train either, and obviously is no why because uh, Wade Graham left his feet and struck him in a savage blow and he's now contesting it and he's going to cost himself another week, I think, because it's, I don't see how he's going to get off that. You leave your feet, you attack, the head gets snapped back. We want to get that out of the game. So Davey yeah. had a rest, but he's been named. Well, how'd you see that incident, Brownie? We, 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 I spoke to Mavo about that the other day. Yeah, well, look, um, it's one of them areas where it's, it's touch and go, isn't it? Because obviously you can't come into contact with his head. Did he come into contact with his head? It was very close, but they'll have all different angles down there when they go to the judiciary. I think you hit him on the chin with his shoulder. Well, and, and it was a fair bit of force in it. Well, then he can't mm. boot it. No, and he that's left right. the ground too. So that's I, right. And, yeah. the, and the bunker has super slow-mo. They've had a good look at it, and he's... So anyway, that's look, what if I... he's hit him across the chest, it's a great shot. He, it would have been like Kafusi. We're seeing he his mm. hits were legal as they yeah. come hit him hit him across the chest, mm. and they're just as effective. So it's up to Wade Graham to adjust his tackling style to to suit the game's rules. Well, he'll take his legal team down there, and they'll they'll come uh, with a great defence, I'd say, and they'll have all different angles as well. So. Uh, let's see how this one plays out. Uh, it was uh, refereeing down there today, anyway. Yeah, the badge was refereeing. And welcome to Paul Cullen, channel member. Loves our show. Please see. Good bloke. And, yeah, the badge was out there refereeing. So you probably saw that last week I had a word to the badge and asked him what he was doing. And that's what he was doing. He's out there in the opposed session. Sato usually does that. But now you've got a referee of the calibre of Gavin Badger, the great man. He's mm. a 300-game legend. And that can only be good for the interpretation of the rules for the boys in those sort of sessions. Yeah, he was refereeing there. He had the yellow, bright yellow shirt on, so you couldn't miss him. But, yeah, he was. He interprets everything that the referees do. He knows the ins and outs of what their referees, uh, their, you know, their rules. So 
Uh, whether you, you know you've got to have both feet behind him when you're getting back on side. Look, Sutter, a genius as he is, mm. he's no Gavin Badger in terms of the referee department. I wonder if he works yeah. with Casey, the the missus, because she's still an active referee. So they're right on top of all the rules. The Badger family. I know we just bagged Penrith Atkins, but he's a big South fan. Bloody Badger, don't worry about that. He is, Grew he... up in the area. Grew up yeah. with Gerald Simons and the boys and Terry Hill and all them. But, well, we yeah. spoke about it. Uh, I think we might have spoke about it last week, Mavo. He played in that great Zetland team that oh, come, come through and won about 10 grand finals in a row that featured oh, Terry Hill, Sedaris, yep. Demick, Trindle, Peter Trevitt. The <laughs> list goes on. <laughs> and he played a couple of hours before me and Mavo did it Redfern Oval. And uh, there's a big big, re- big return, though, by the looks of it. I know he played last week at Henson Oval. Um, I spoke to Bo Falloon, who, who's working with that team at the moment, and he said he was the best South Sydney player on the field. Welcome back, Daniel Saluka for feeder. First game in first grade since round 23 last year. I know he's had a chronic, chronic neck back injury during the off-season. And it'll look, uh, a season pro like him, he's been in the game a long time. Went right for all the rep football with South and the Roosters. He'll be ready to go come Thursday night. Well, he's an aggressive player too. Well, he will. He's a big body. Uh, and he's taken the place of Junior Totola, who obviously has got to go through the protocol with 10 days off. The short turnaround just pulls him up short of that. And really looking forward to him. He spent plenty of time out in the middle today running that opposed session. It was quite physical, like we said. And he's one player that's going to have to take it to the Penrith forwards on uh, Thursday night. So, sure. so before the presser, I just stood on the sideline and filmed a bit of footage. It went for about five minutes. I edited it down to about three and a half. And just waited as the players walked off and had a chat to a few of them. And one of them was DSF. And... He came up and I said, oh, I heard you had a good game in the New South Wales Cup. And he said, yeah, I thought I'd just do my best. And I said, that red shirt might mean something as far as first grade. And he said, oh, well, they haven't told me anything yet. I said, well, you're looking pretty good anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, humble, humble boy. I think he had an idea that he'd be there. And it's, he's a good starter. Last year we wrapped him a lot because he was mistake-free. He was a big body. He gave us good carries. And we got him from the mm. Chooks. Our game was the Chooks loss. Which is always yeah, good. He had some good moments last year. Um, didn't really get a chance to run up a few games in a row and get his confidence up. Let's hope he does that yeah. over the next few weeks with a few guys out. And our um, user at training today, Jai and Junior, did not take the field at all. They weren't part of anything. No, Jai was out there, but just standing with the coaches and hold, holding the ball, strapping on the legs. Non-participant so, in training. Yeah, yeah. No, he did mm. not participate in training. And yeah. I asked Cookie and the presser how he's going, and he goes, oh, well... He'll go for scans. Sometimes he goes for scans. There's nothing wrong with him. He's bunging, he's bunging it on. But I don't think he's bunging this. Well, I heard more than a couple of weeks, but then I think the question was asked, and it could be a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm I think here, they, asked JD, they asked JD last night on NRL 360, and he said, mm. if not the Roosters game, the game after. Yeah, so. I'm hearing four weeks, yeah. four to six. Mm. Hammies are you always a bit, you know, tearing your calf and your hammy. It's not to be messed with. It's something he's like... a good player, Jairo, mate. Mm. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Jai Arrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Player. yeah uh, we're definitely going to miss him without a doubt. But the bloke who filled in for him uh, last week, and he's got the job again this week, Michael Cheekham. I thought he was outstanding last week against the Sharks. Played 80 minutes. No missed and tackles. And yep. we spoke about him before the game, Mavo, and said it's a great opportunity for him to try and cement a spot because he was in and out of the team last year. He had a couple of injuries. Uh, but, you know, last week really stamped his authority where he wants to be, uh, you know, in 2023. Well, I've only got to talk about what Cookie said, and Cookie said he was outstanding. It was noticed by his teammates. It was the first time he's played, I think, 80 minutes for that team, and mm. he, he was rock solid in defence. He got some good carries. Yeah, and He ran a couple of good lines, which were sort of down on 
on the opposition um, goal line, and I mean they were equal to task that occasion. But don't be surprised if Cheek scores a try to in the next few weeks because mm. if they get the shape out the back and he likes mm. to hit the flat man Cody Walker, which he does early in a contest, just to keep him guessing. Don't be surprised if he crashes right through and scores a try. We've well, only got to look at Brendan Talitsky when we at the captain's run last week when he said, "I remember that try that he scored against us." I went back and had a look at it. He's pretty good with the ball. He can find his yeah. way to the line, and it'd be nice to see him finding the stripe well, for he'll us. Be, he'll be coming up against Liam Martin. I think he's on that side. And then Keon up against Luke Garner is a matchup I do like. Mm. Um, their right edge looked at all at sea um, with Jerome Luai holding the keys to that left-hand attack. And Garner was in the wrong position a few times. They had the Jalen Salmon come off the bench sweep, and it didn't look good there. Mm. So don't be surprised if the, the ruthless right, is it? Rampaging. Rampaging. Rampaging right. The rampaging right <laughs> has another big day again this and, week. Yeah, thanks, to, thanks to, to um, Mick Tasker from the borough for that one. That's, <laughs> we're gonna, I used that. I said it to uh, Stretch today in the in the presser, and he, he liked it. He smiled. Mm. Didn't just know if he liked it. Talk, he, he talking about surprises, boys, and you're just talking about Luke Garner. They'd be surprised if he, they start him off the bench on the weekend. Uh, I heard a couple of reports that they weren't obviously happy with his performance. Um up there at the foot of the mountain. Look, he's a different look. He's replacing a kick out who's not. There's a very unusual body shape for for a left edge background, a bit like a Keon, but yeah. uh, even a bigger body than Keon. And he, he just terrorises people. If, you know, if he if he's if he runs an overs line or unders line or a straight line, he's just hard to handle. Well, he was a go to man, wasn't he? Whereas Garner's a real straight line hard runner. That's at right. the Tigers, he scored some real crash um, crash over tries where he ran off the hip of a few um, ball. Players and stuff like that. Look, he's in a good side. They'll line it out pretty quick. That's going to suit um, our defence better uh, with Garner there and not kick out, let me tell you. So And the return of uh, Jed Cartwright. Yeah, so well, well, from what we saw at the captain uh, at the training run today, we sort of had a pretty good idea what was going to happen with the side, and that's what's happened. So Tom started, Shaq come on and replaced him. And Jed Cartwright, a welcome return. We love his work. He's had some mm. few injuries, but I've seen him slot in through the first, with the first grade side today, so I thought, oh, good, Jed's back, and that's right, he'll come off the bench, or, you know, who he's knows? Big, he's a big human, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a big boy. Right. Well, look, we're, we're a bit light on in the middles, and, and I've seen what you've seen, Mavo, today as well. Jed Cartwright came on and, and played that uh, right edge where Keon played, and then Keon shifted to middle at stages. Right. So that could be another option for JD. Uh, we have yep. lost a couple of middles over the last couple of weeks. Harmey Sele's not playing. Junior Satola's not there. Um, there's uh, Jai Arrow and Hosty. What, what was the mail on Hosty and Sello? Did anyone ever? Well, I just couldn't find them on the field, so I put the pen for them. But, mm. you know, maybe... Well, they're not, but they haven't been named, so there you go. That, I'll put the pen for them with, with we, good uh, reason. We'll yeah. have to find out if they're a week or two away tomorrow. <laughs> well, they must be. Tomorrow or something. So everyone, that, run. everyone besides Jai, I suppose, that wasn't medically fit or ready to train, JD must have just given the day off. Yeah, well, look, it's... it's uh, at this stage of the season, you don't want to be playing players if they're not 100% fit. And yep. that goes for Latrell this weekend. Yep. Short turnaround. If he's not fit, you don't play him. Yep. It's early on the season. We're off to a great start. And um, Look, we all want to watch Latrell Mitchell play and go out to the foot of the mountains and, and bring the two points home. But if he's not 100%, you don't play him. Now, we'll find out that tomorrow when we're down at the captain's run, live and free here on Bunnies TV. He'll, he'll play. Don't worry about that. Now, um... There's been a, a bit of negative news with a few injuries, and it's and it's gone right through to the um, all the squads. I know um, the reserve grade's got a few injuries. The bloody flag, the ball, 
of mats have had injuries, but a welcome return to a bloke who we got a chance to see him in in the flesh in the in the light of day. And there's something about this kid, um, his explosiveness. He's not the We've just talked about Jed Cartwright as a real big human, a big tall bloke. This bloke's not tall. You would never describe him as tall. Jai Gray is back at training today and in um, looked like he was in full kit. Yeah, it's good to see him back. He told me last week that he's ready ready to come back and he's come back from that torn hammy. And, geez, he looked sharp, chaps. He put a little... So he's playing the opposed session against the first grade and he put a nice little kick through and... It was perfectly weighted into the in goal. So he's got mm. great skills. But then Taffy come and swooped on it. And he went, boom, off the left, off the right. And geez, he looked good bringing it out too. So, so one good player to another good player who are both uh, great with the ball. A couple of sharp little players there that play with plenty of energy. And uh, Jai Gray, we've, we'll talk about the Pathways teams. He hasn't been named, has mm. he? He's yeah, been, SG oh, Ball. Jai Gray's been, he's been, Jai named. Gray's been named in the SG Ball. Okay. I think playing at his own age group is not yep. a bad thing. Um, yeah. get, get him back there, and they've got a, still got a three or four games to go. Get him down there. They're playing Penrith this weekend, who are undefeated in that age group. Yeah. Defending premiers. Mm. Look, you never know if Jai Gray can um, get out there and sort of hit the ground running from yeah, what definitely. we've seen the other week. You never know. There might be a chance. Out well, he'd be, be keen to get out there. But just we'll go back to the first grade. There's one player that has been named. And, uh, look, we've been talking about him for quite some time. He's not in the top 30, and he's not even a development player. So I'd say they've got to have to go on to the NRL to get a, a clearance for him, and that is Talis Duncan. He's been named 18th man. And from all reports, if there's one little injury uh, tomorrow at the captain's run, they'd be surprised to see Talis Duncan play. All right, Brownie, if David Mawali doesn't take his place yep. in the captain's run tomorrow... Yep. You're tipping that Talis Duncan is going to make his debut. And what did you see today that made you think that that could be possible? Well, i just seen him run a few sets in the uh, in the main team in that opposed session that we've been talking about. So okay. no other player uh, was in there from, from the bench except for Talis Duncan. So, so he had a couple of first-team reps with the um, yeah. with, the, with the our first-grade side um, in a training session today. That's a, that's a pretty big moment unless he's just filling in for Davey. Um, who, who was absent at training today. Maybe he'll be back at the captain's run tomorrow with a short turnaround. You mm. never know. Yeah. But there you go. There's the mail from um, Razzle Dazzle Brown. Tell us, Duncan, to debut against the Penrith Panthers. Well, all what? the cards will be laid on the table tomorrow, won't they? They'll be dealt out. Dealt out uh, captain's run. Yep. A day before the game. And we'll, well, uh, well, we'll I be ask you, What did you like from what you've seen from Tell us, Duncan? I'll go to you, Mavo. Um seen him against Manly, we've seen him in the charity shield. What, what did you like from him? Well, I like his attitude and I like his skill set, chaps. So I like that he has a real good go. And, you know, he only got to go back to when he met Gordon Tallis, his hero, and he's from his... When he was a young fella... It was a big moment. Yeah. It, was a, it was a great moment. From a young fella, he's been told to model your game on the great Gordy. And, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair role model to have. And we've seen him play... He, he runs the ball hard. He puts shots on. He's got a great attitude. He's got the physique to a rugby league player's physique. Mm. So, yeah, I've got no doubt that this kid will become a regular first grader, whether it's on Thursday night or a few games into the season. I think he'll be there. I know, put some weight on up top, Brownie. Well, he has. He's a big body. He's tall. He's got a really good frame uh, for a back row forward. And Maybe you said he's modelled his game on Gordon Tallis, which he has. He's got that aggression. But I also like the way he plays like Cameron Murray as well. 
he can ball play. He likes to play out the back a little bit. That game against Manly, he was playing exactly like Cameron does in attack, where he touches the ball three and four times in a set of six. And probably reason why he got man of the match in that particular game. But with your cross court, uh, and we, cross we know court he came through as a five eighty. He told us that in the studio. We're in the studio. We were sitting on the other side of this room that we were now interviewing a nice young kid, shy yeah. as anything when he first came down. Um, I think his old man, I forget his old man's name now, but he, he's a nice fellow. So we met him out yeah. there at training. Yeah, um, so cross between. He, said he came through as a, a ball playing five eight. Well, there you go. A cross between Gordon Tallis and Cameron Murray's a. That's <laughs> a dream. It's not a bad breed. It's <laughs> not what a bad breed. I, what I liked about him, he, like he. Rugby league is all about contact, and he absorbed a lot of contact in those um, trial games. He'd always land forward. They weren't. They didn't drive him back, even mm. though he's not. You know, he's not a 120 kilo frame or 110 kilo frame. Yep. He's got. Um, he wants to come off the line and meet you. And I always go back to that game last year. We watched him play down in Canberra, where it just wasn't going our way, and we needed something. A team needed something. He come out of the line, flogged a bloke, coughed. They coughed the ball up, got the ball. Pushed two blokes out the way and scored under the post, and it was mm. a winning play. It got us back into the contest. We won mm. the game. There so he's a, not only that, he wants to win. He's a match winner. He's yeah. fit and he plays big minutes as well, chap. So he's going to be well suited in this team if he comes in on Thursday night. Sam Burgess loves him. He, he does. Yeah. So, so Trev Gillis has joined us. He said he got 13s into sevens. I think that's to win the comp. So he's done pretty well if that's what we've come in six points. But uh, yeah, welcome, Trev. He's a channel member. Now we'll just go through the team. We haven't actually done that yet. So I said the back line's unchanged, but we'll just go through. Trell Mitt. AJ and Isaac Tuatupo Thompson on the wings. Tass and Stretch in the centres. Cody and Lockie. We love your work, Lockie. I hope he continues this form into Thursday night. Now, DSF gets the starting job along with Big Thomas. That's a pretty big front row, and that's what you need against this Penrith mob. Cookie at hooker. Keon and Cheekam in the new back row, and Cameron Murray at the back. Now, Blakey Taft's on to 14. Jed Cartwright's the new guy on the bench, and then you've got Davey Mawale and Shaquay Mitchell. So, mm. And Shaq went good too when he came on. I shook his hand today and said, congratulations. And he said, I'm just doing my job. I said, well, you're doing it well. Mm, and that, that he is. And you just said our big front row, mate. And the player that most benefits from that is Damien Cook. Yep. Cook, he, uh, he loves to run out of dummy half. And if we can play him up the middle, like it looks like the plan is to, and that's how he started off against the Sharks and the Dragons, play him up the middle, well, then Cook, he can take off. And then obviously give time to Lockie and Cody and Latrell out on the edges. And uh, what a brand of football that was the other night. Now we'll just go through. We've got TKK, Terrell Kalakalo, Benny Lovett, Tani Milne and Peter Mamazella. So I'm not sure how many of those are going to come into contention as 18 and 19th men. Obviously one of them is. But um, look, before we move on to the pathways, boys, how do you see it then? Look, Penrith, they've lost two games in a row. They got beat by St. Helens. And then they got beat by the Broncos. Thank you, Renault, very much. Um, but... Look, watching well, watching the two just games. Before, just before I move on, the thing is that everyone's talking about, and, and Cookie said it in the presser today, they've lost um, Appy, and they've lost Kikau on the edge. But as we all know, they've got plenty of backup, and they're still a good side. But it could be a little bit of the changing of the guard. I mean, I hope we can turn the tide finally on this mob. Well, you're talking about a team that's been in, what, last three grand finals? Mm -hmm. um, they've been up a long time. They've they've they only lost three games last year or something like that. It's hard to stay up all the time. Um, they're a class side. They, they're going to probably make the top four mm. without even trying. But the two losses they've had just recently, um, the opposition forward pack took them on right down the middle of the field, and the contact was heavy mm. both times. Broncos got the big big forward they got, took them on down the middle, and a crafty hooker play. Mm. 
the hooker from St Helens. Yeah. He, he carved them up around the middle of the field and just kept kept doing. Was that Roby? Roby? Yeah, he's been. What, he's played about. He's, I think he's played more games than Cameron Smith. He's played five. He's a games. freak of a player. Yeah. And, and last week, uh, mate, the Broncos did the same thing to him right down the middle of the field, kicked him to death as well. Our kicking game's going to have to be mm. on song. Lockie and Cody are going to have to kick well because they. They can come up with a set where you don't get out of your own end, and that's happened to us in GFs and semi-finals. Mm. Mm. So you've got to kick, and your chase has got to be spot on because Edwards, to me, is the best fullback in the game. Yep. I know everyone loves that Tedesco. To me, Edwards has over surpassed him. He's mm. the best fullback in the game. Yep. As I said earlier, the only weakness is just the hooker position. I don't think Mitch Kenny offers a lot. He's a tough little mm. fella. Sonny Luke came on the other day, turned the contest mm. nearly in their favour. Yep. He's more of a, a sharper sort of player, but he's very small. So defensively, he doesn't come up to, to the mm. Apexite Coruscants or your, your Damian Cooks mm. or your Mitch Kennys. There's a weakness there. Um, you've got young Sonny Taruva, who hasn't played a lot of first grade, but he's a fullback himself. Mm. Um, look, I, I, I think if we can get a decent completion rate yep. and, and, and just yep. follow the game plan, don't get away from it, because Penrith seemed to put us off our game plan a bit. Mm. Uh, we seem to get in the niggle with it and fight and don't buy into the Jerome Luai crap that he puts onto us. If we don't buy into that, I think we come over the top and boot him. Yeah, well, look, Sam has just commented on the live chat and he said uh, the last time we beat Penrith was in 2021 and I'm pretty sure it was that finals game. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the last couple of times they've got the wood over us. But like you said, chaps... And there was a bloke who didn't play that day and he's not playing in this game either and he's played in the last two grand finals. Mm. We work with him. Yeah. I think mean, he's a key player off the bench. Yeah, They're going to miss Scott him. Sorensen. And I miss Sorensen. Scott Sora. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. all that means is we haven't beaten since 2021. That means we're due. Well, look, and every loss that they have... They're closer to a win, and very rarely do they lose three in a row, like yep. we just spoke about. They very rarely lose two in a row, but there are a couple of little chinks in the armors, like you said, chaps. Coruscant and no Kikau, they're strike players for them. Normally, when um, you know there's a big play needed, it's one of them that pulls it out. Mm. I know they've got Luai and uh, Cleary, who are the playmakers, but it all revolves around Kikau and Coruscant, who are missing, and it's going to take time for them to adjust. And hopefully they don't adjust this Thursday night Look, because I think we can get the chocolates going up there against the chocolate soldiers. Lou, I was getting a bit cranky lately, so the, the, a few well, cracks are appearing. Well, that's another thing. You know, they're, they're, they're arguing amongst, amongst each other, and it happens all the time. It's not no, as nothing wrong with that, out of the ordinary, but it was just on camera. Yep. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the media are making a big thing about it. <sighs> but, you know, if you listen to Paul Gallen and Jonathan Thurston and... Um, Andrew Johns, it happens all the time, and it does, because we've been there, done that, Mavo. It yep. happens, you know, every training session there'll be an argument. But you guys would have, would you would have played against Andrew Johns. Um, look, a friend of mine made, I think, second or third game in his first grade was against Andrew Johns, and he said, I've never heard anyone speak to people like well, Andrew Johns spoke to people. He said he tore shreds, <laughs> he the he tore shreds off people if they're in the yeah. wrong spot. Well, that's right. And, and that's what <laughs> happened the other night, because Salmon wasn't there for his assignment twice. And he wants to know why. And the ball went to ground. But mm. I went back and watched it, and Salmon, he was sort of like there. Yeah. But he could I have hit he, him. He must have been, had to have been on a wider line. Yeah. yeah. But, so, we, you know, you don't know the ins and outs, which angles they were supposed to run. But Poor old um, Salmon, he's copping it from, from all angle. Ricky Stewart last year. <laughs> <laughs> but he said he was too tired, but that's not an excuse. No, no, really. No, no. Yeah. Well, well Jerome, Jerome Luo, mate, he nearly went over for a try, and former... South Sydney captain, Adam Reynolds, 
pulled him from behind, and it was a, it was a try saver. Yeah, it was mm. a fantastic try saver by our old mate Renner. All right, let's move on to the pathways. The New South Wales Cup round two curtain raiser to the NRL. They'll be out there at Penrith at five twenty. We've got uh, TKK Terrell Carlo Carlo. Um, so we're not going to go through the whole team. Tommy Carr's the captain on the wing, chaps. So you, you've tipped yeah. us into him. And well, he goes all right, old Tommy. But um, Tane in the centres. Tane, a welcome well, return from Tane. Yep. Um, I mean, he's sort of... Was it his last game he got sent off twice, didn't he? It was up for 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, he did. So, we were, I mean, it, was a good, it was a memorable game. Anyway, there's a lot oh, of... That, that brutal game, game will be replayed for 20 years to come. Um, yeah. Look, that the halves, unfortunately, um, Dion Tuyupa, who we, we announced on the show the other day, he's out for a, a couple of months mm. with, a, um, I think it was an MCL injury. Yeah, unfortunately, shame. some more breaking news, Jarrett Sublu, who we got from the Mounties, he's out for the season. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, unfortunately, he only played a couple of minutes last week, and mm. um, he's out for a, a full reconstruction. I think it's the shoulder, full shoulder reconstruction. Yeah. Could be wrong there. What a shame. Very unfortunate. Yeah. So our seven and six... This week, chaps, are sort of like out of position, mm-hmm. really. And also Dean Hawkins, I spoke to him at training today, and he said he's, he was running with the team, mm-hmm. and he said he was good to go, but obviously he might have, mustn't have pulled up right, and now they've, like you're saying, Brownie, they've yeah, got... Ga- Gagai and, and Gardner. Yeah, I've never, seen, I've, I've never seen Jacob at 5'8". He's, he's probably got the skills to do it. Yep. Uh, it be interesting to see how he goes. And Shannon Gardner, yeah, Sh- chance Shannon for him. Shannon Gardner's a bit of a, um, like a 14-style player. Plays the 9, the 4, and we've playing, seen him play centre. He jumps on the wing. So he can he can do just about it all. But I'd say Dean Hawkins will come into that side at some stage. Yeah, so... Um, ben, yeah, he trained her well today, yeah. I believe, Dean Hawkins. Well, he might, yeah, been off with a hamstring injury. They need him back. They need someone oh, yeah. to get him around the park. They've got a tough assignment, the Penrith Panthers. Mm. Um, they've got a lot of talent up there, led by Maverick Guy, the son of Mark Guy, who I've got a massive rap on, mm. and there's plenty of talent in that Penrith side. So they want to get Dino around there to just get him around the park. He's got a great yeah. kicking game, Dino. A lot of experience, good goal kicker. Let's hope he can make a welcome return. And Tyson Hodge is another one who's just, back too. Just on yeah. them, they will be playing the curtain raiser at... 5.20 there uh, before our game on so Thursday maybe, night. I did mention maybe, that, Brownie. Maybe but think he's not ready. But so yeah. Ethan O'Neill scored a try last week, so that's a good back three. If Benny Lovett and Talos don't get elevated, then that's a fair back three. And they need to start getting some wins because uh, they didn't get the chocolates last week against the Jets. Um, we're going to go through the teams, but in, in big news is the first Lisa Fiola game is going to be on, and we're going to read that team out just because those 17-year-old girls are playing in a historic match. They are playing the opening game of the season against the Panthers on Sunday, the 11th of March, 2 p.m. at Windsor Sporting Complex. So that's mm. going to be really, uh, really exciting for those young ladies. Um, a Jersey flag, um, there's, they're on again. So when, we, we'll just tell you when they're playing. So the flag um, is at 2.45 at Bluebet Stadium on Saturday. Yeah, on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. SG Ball. It's a big day of footy up there on the Saturday. And the Harold Mats and the yep. Tasha Gale all the same day. Now, in, in about three weeks, two weeks' time, Saturday week, we'll be back at Redfern for a quadruple header. And there's three in a row back-to-back. I don't know if we're all going to be able to do it. We might be gasping for air by the third week. But we're going to try and do <laughs> it live and free on Bunny TV because we know that our Pathways fans love it. We know the families love it. And we know that, you know, you, the viewer, likes watching our Pathways teams because they're the stars of the future. Um, so where were we up to? The flag team. Um, who else we got? They've got uh, Louis Grosme starting at prop as Ivar Lalo. Um, yeah, much the same as last week. Archie Donnelly, the 19th man, coached oh, well, by Chris. they changed the fullback. Emmanuel Di Bartolo, who we got from Manly, who's the South Junior. He comes back. Carson Kayo goes on the wing. Yep. Jude 
Sandenhar, who's a star from the um, the Queensland area last year in the under yep. 18s. I think it's the Mel Meninga Cup up there. He yep. goes from wing in the centres for right. for uh, Chris O'Connell's team, and they were beaten 24 to six last week. They'll be looking to bounce back mm. against a red hot Penrith. Yeah. SG Ball, they're starting to get a few troops back, including the the young. Oh, well, branded him a superstar of the game. Hopefully, going forward, Joy Gray. Um, they're starting to get a few back. Thomas Fletcher and Liam LeBlanc. That's a strong back row there. Yeah, well, that's. I think um, Liam's. Pedro Pritchard's playing against his side, who he trialed with all, all all off season. So he'd be looking for a big one. Yeah. So Sad, I'll be like last week. I spoke to him, and he said we've had about eight or ten out. So we've had high hopes for this SG Ball team, and they haven't been getting it done, but. They're getting back nearly to full strength. Liam LeBlanc, I'm not sure if he played last week, but he's a good one to get back. And obviously the, the big mm. one is um, yeah, Jai, yeah, Jai Gray, number six. So if you get a chance to go out and watch that game. And young Thomas and, and Fletcher no, no, as well. Thomas yeah. Fletcher. And yep. number 18 is... Um, Who played first grade in the charity shield. He did. We've got to look at number 18. He is a dead ringer for Nelson Asafa Solomona yep. from Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Brooklyn... Uh, Mailatoa. Mailatoa, yeah. He's a big unit. And the... Yep. Uh, Tasha Galside, who's been, they're playing Penrith as well. They've been, played pretty well this season. Mm. They don't like got too many changes. I think. Um, and they got one of the. Lara Witters has been strong this year. Latea Duckett at five eight. There's a few Duckett girls in this. We're going to mention a couple that are in the, the Lisa Fiola, um, uh, Chanel Lyons. Um, so she moved from the wing to the back row. The back row. The, she was in the centres. Centres. Chanel. Yeah, centres. She's gone into the back row. Well, that's probably not a bad idea. And also Kate Fallon. Um, was she out in the centres too? So maybe there's a bit of a change there. She's moved into lock. Um, yeah, so that's a couple of positional changes there. That's she was centre and captain last week. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, there's a few there. Parker Stanton, she's 18th. I'm not sure what happened there because she's one of their best players and captain. Um, she might be carrying an injury. And the Harold Mats will move on to. Uh, Looks like there's a new centre there. They're the I've only ones that his name. They're the only ones that didn't get beat on the weekend. They got had an 18 old draw. Um, I think they led and they they let them back in it. But yeah, um, it's Philip Sosayeta in the centres, number three. What do you know about him, chaps? No, I don't know a lot about him. We'll have to find out a bit about him. But the two Charlies have been oh. sitting on that same edge. Um, How good are they? The Charlies. The Taylor, two Charlies. Oh, they go good. And, and yeah. Charlie Rabbit. Char yeah, Charlie Rabbit, Charlie yeah. Poynton and Charlie Mann. Make yeah. sure you get out there and have a look at them and two boys go. They're outstanding. He, and another bloke, a local boy, Jai Robertson. Big Curry boy is his first game for the season back. He's been injured. Oh, and, okay. Uh, look, yeah, a big prop. The, the best performance in the last couple of weeks from them has been Marshall uh, Lemaitre and also Fetty Lua, the yeah. captain, mate. They've I, been really strong. Yeah, I've, we watched them a couple of weeks ago out there at Redfern Oval, chaps, and I was really impressed with number seven, Matthew Humphreys. He's got a really good kicking game. Uh, he, he strikes the ball nice. He leads the team around, and he's a great organising halfback and not, a, not afraid to take the line on either. So uh, no wonder they're going okay under a nice little halfback like him. And also Dane Fallon's 18th man, and that is the brother of Kate, who was the captain of the Tasha Gale. It is too, And we, yeah. and we know that because our man uh, Dougie Adams told us about him, yep. the family. And they're coached by Luke Deller, who is a great friend of the show, and shout out to you, mate. Now, the Lucifer Fiola, it's part of the plan for the pathways for the women. Now, you all probably noticed this, that some of the girls' teams, there's girls' teams in your local club now that, that weren't there before, and... People are wondering why we haven't got an NRL team and they've built a special section at the new Centre of Excellence for the women. We've got the pathways in place now. This is the next piece of the puzzle. It's the under-17s and they make a historic start on Penrith and we'll go through the team. It's 
Fullback is Taylor Dower. And then number two is Phoenix Williams, daughter of the great Joey. Joey Williams, a half-back for the Rabbitohs. He steered us for many victories in those early 2000s. Moana Bolotagisi and Sienna Wright in the centres. On the wing, Felicity Smith. 5'8", Rastalia Smith. I'm not sure if they're sisters. Halfback is Kiara, Gr Kiara McGregor. Not sure if she's related to the great Mary. Um, front row is Nevaeh Louie and Lucia Tupola. And the hooker is Josephine Sabantis. The second row is uh, Jessica Brightwell and Olivia Jarrett. And the lock is another Duckett girl, Kirawan Duckett. And on the bench, we've got Lily McClance, a long bench. Um, maybe it's like a trial. I'm not sure if they can use all these Probably players. Probably unlimited in change, yeah. yeah. Lily McLean, Hannah Calland, Kailani Manu, Alicia Murphy, another girl, another Duckett, Kiani Duckett, and then Alaya Gordon, chaps. That's uh, the daughter of Buddy. Buddy, yeah. And Alicia. And Alicia, yep. Yep. Um, not sure about Mahali Gordon. One. Mahali Gordon, I know where she might be as well. My cousin. Number 20. Uh, number 21, Juanita Zhang. Uh, 22 is Jacinta Lavarance. 23 is Mackenzie Schultz. 24, Militia Winters. And 25 is Veronica Tawaki Sakuro. And the coach is Brad Costello. So, yeah, that's... How good. I, good I think that's good. I, I saw him out there training at the Pathways a couple of weeks ago. Um, there's a couple of talented ones there, chaps. You're telling me that one of the one of the Duckett girls, the only the really young one, she could be um, pretty I special. Number, I think it's number 18, yeah. Yeah, um, Kiani. Kiani Duckett, who's, yeah. Yeah. I think she turns 15 this year. Maybe older. She might be 16 this year. Yeah, playing yeah. a year up and that. She's really talented, yeah. Yep. They, they've got big reps on her. Yep. Girls from LARPA. All right. Uh, great, great to watch them girls go around on Saturday out there at Windsor Stadium. We're giving away $100 worth of site pizza every week to you, the viewer. If you want to win it, you will win it. We'll make sure of that. So we've put up a post this week. It's, it's an Instagram reel that's shared on Facebook. All you got to do is like the post and just tell us why you want to win, and we'll just pick the winner. We've also put it up on our YouTube channel as a YouTube short. You can do the same there. So we want to make it simple. Just say, I love site pizza or Bunnies TV or whatever you want to say, and we'll just pick someone at random to win it. And yeah. a big congratulations to Belinda Reeve, who won our last giveaway. She did. Which was the site pizza. One free site pizza for a year, a week. So, yeah, yeah congratulations to Belinda. We have plenty of entries in that one. Thanks to and Glenn and the, and the team out there at Site Pizza uh, Little Bay. Jade, his daughter, works out there. And then the team out at Maroubra, out at the Maroubra store. Yeah. They've got lots of memorabilia or jumpers up in the... In the place, so if you go to Maruba between the best pizza, mate. if you go to Maruba between Tuesday and Thursday, and mention Bunnies TV, you'll get ten percent off your takeaway or dine-in dinner. Um, yeah, so and all our other sponsors as well. Yeah, yeah all our sponsors. Dot the Bill, the Juniors Group. Dot Bill. Don't forget Dot Bill. Corey Dotty. Yep, they were in the he does some Ella Sevens the other week uh, on the weekend. Yep. They fell up, fell short. Um, Jimmy the Jet was in their team and everything. Yeah, yep. they went pretty close though. Yeah. At a fair side, I think. Yeah. The both dot eyes were in it. Yep. We we work with. Well, we used to work with Corey. And we Drew Yeah. But just everyone needs something done around the home, whether it's a big job, a new roof, whatever you want. Give Dot Build a call because they do great work. They do a lot of government stuff, fixing up schools. They did something at Coogee Public. They've got another one down at Lucas Heights, I think it is. So they do great work. 
Oh, and they're, they're great builders. Yep. Um, give them a call, definitely. Yeah, just to confirm, Jared Sublu is out with a total shot of reconstruction. Yeah. Feel for the young bloke. He's probably looking for an opportunity here. Would have been third or fourth in the depth chart. Mm. Behind Taffy and Dean Hawkins and, and Lockie. And anyway, that's it for him for the season. And look, if you're going to get down to the captain's run tomorrow, you might see Bobby McCarthy or Georgie, Georgie Pickens. Yeah, so you, might, you might see Darren Brown and Steve Maven. We'll be there going we'll live and free. We'll go about quarter past nine in the morning live. If, you, if you're there, come up. We'll have a spare set because Chaps won't be there. He's, uh, he's a busy and important man. Um, oh. So we'll go on live and free. And we'll bring you all the latest news of the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs. And then we're into the game on Thursday night. Quick turnaround. We'll be back for a recap at some stage. Mm -hmm. And then what, what's the next week? The Roosters. Oh, big one. Yeah. That's a Friday night game as well. Friday night footy. So and, we've got an old boys do and on. And the Roosters have got the five-day turnaround. And we get we get the long one. So yep. happy yeah, days. Beautiful. About time. Yep. And you're watching this on our George's camera. I'll need it. George's camera. George Street City. I reckon they just might be prepping up Jacob Host and Hame Seller to come back against... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Save a couple here's of guns. Here's my tip for you there. Yeah. No, no rush to be back this early in the season anyway. No, no. See you later. See you guys.